podcast where I am your host, Deanna Seals. Let's get started today. We are talking about issues of the heart. We're talking about issues of the heart. It's such a coincidence that um, I am talking about this particular subject today because I had no idea what was going to occur uh, just on yesterday, January the 6th. Uh, if you live in America, you know what happened on January the 6th. For my international friends, just look at the news. Uh, you know, with the Capitol and everything that's happening in our democracy, it was just a sight to see. And I actually was going to record this a week ago, but um, things happen. And this was my third recording that I was going to do. And it just so happens that it fits perfectly into what I am talking about today. Issues of the heart. I tell you, um, the Bible has a lot to say about issues of the heart. And here's a question that I want to start off with. And I want you to think about this. How do you take care of your heart? How do you take care of your heart? Um, I wanted to start off with that question because these three words, um, are you okay? That sentence can really uh, make someone pause. It could really open someone up to tell their story. And I wanted to ask you guys, how are you taking care of your heart? And the other question is, do you know how to take care of your heart? I will say that um, personally speaking, I totally understand if you don't know how to take care of your heart because I was there years and years and years ago. Um, professionally speaking, I meet a lot of people who can use some tips on how to take care of their heart better. Whether you are single, whether you are married, whether you are a friend, no matter how old you are, how young, uh, rich, whatever, we can use some tips on how to take care of our hearts, how to be a better steward over what God has given us. I'm going to start off with one of my favorite verses, and it comes from one of my favorite books, actually, um, as you all well, you may not know. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 is one of my leading scriptures uh, for my life. Uh, but Proverbs 4 and 23, it says these words, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. I'm going to say that again. Proverbs 4 and 23. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Here's the thing that I want you guys to think about. Um, you know, when you become a Christian, I think that automatically you're on this hit list, so to speak, you you become this main target. Uh, you know, the devil wants you to take to take you down. And God wants to do what he wants to grow you you up. And, you know, sometimes when you are an unbeliever or you think you are a Christian, 
sometimes we can be naive and think that everything is just going to go okay or I've been on this journey for so long and shouldn't things just go okay for me and that's just not so. You will face disappointment in and out of the church. You'll have heartache and pain. You'll have happiness. You'll have uncertainty. You'll have loneliness and grief. You'll have breakups and makeups and you will have anger. People who you never thought would walk away, they will. That's just a reality. All relationships at some point will disappoint you. Why? Because we are all human. We're all human. People you never thought would betray you, they will. And, you know, you would hear people say this in the church or your your mom or dad or some great uh, person who has a lot of experience and wisdom. They will say to you, if you haven't experienced this, my child, just keep on living. Temptation is going to come. Christian or not, temptation will come. And sometimes you'll take the way of escape. Until you learn how to rule that thing that tries to trap you. But through it all, again, do you know how to counsel your heart when all of those things happen? Do you know how to counsel your heart? I see a lot of these shirts or sweatshirts and I think they're cute. Um, And there's definitely some truth to it. So I see a lot of these shirts that says Jesus and therapy. And I like it. I mean, I'm a licensed professional counselor. But I'm also a Christian who understands that we have a responsibility to not only utilize God's resources, but are you counseling your heart in the right way? Are you counseling your heart in the way that we should? Are we being led or are you being led by the Holy Spirit. So how then do you counsel your heart when you see these images on TV? How do you counsel your heart when injustice seems to prevail in our society? How do you counsel your heart when your prayers go unanswered? When God allows your loved one to uh, to live on in heaven with him? How do you counsel your heart when that marriage that you knew that was from God is now standing at the brink of divorce? How do you counsel your heart when the children that you brought up in church or the children that you just taught great things to, that they go astray, that they, you know, are into drugs or alternative lifestyles? How do you counsel your heart when Sickness seems to reign in your life. When God allows trial after trial to come, how do you counsel your heart? How do you counsel your heart? And so let's go back to what Proverbs 4 and 23 says. It says, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Well, you may ask me, well, how do you guard your heart? I mean, like, what does that look like? What does that entail? Well, let's start here. Let's start with the notion and the truth that 
how you care for your heart is paramount to how you live. It's paramount to how you perceive the world. It's paramount to how you perceive who God is. It's paramount to how you perceive your problems. It's also paramount to the hope that you have. So it's no coincidence that the Bible says out of the abundance of the what? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So are you are you talking to your heart? Now, that may sound like an interesting question, so to speak, but believe it or not, you may have never thought about this, but you are talking to your heart on a daily basis. Well, you might say, well, what in the world is she talking about? How are you talking to your heart? You're talking to your heart by the words that you say, by the words that you hear, by the words or the things that you allow in your mind to fester to, you know, what you say, what you hear, what you are allowing in your mind and, you know, what you allow to settle there in your mind. These are ways that you are talking to your heart and these are the ways that you are perhaps not guarding your heart. Um, emotions, I always say, emotions are fine because they uh, lets us know where we're at, where our emotional state at, how we're doing emotionally. But emotions should not sit in the driver's seat. They should not be our uh, determinant to how we are going to perceive life, how we're going to perceive others and God and so many other things and guarding our heart is about guarding what we allow in there and what we don't allow in there and it is up to us to do that so when I see the the Jesus in therapy shirts I like it I think it's true because God has given us these resources but I want to ask you what are you doing when you are not with that counselor What are you doing even before you get there? Because what I've come to know is that a lot of us do not have the responsibility that we should in guarding what is deemed so valuable. Our hearts are so valuable and we put our hearts through so much, especially when we make the wrong, make wrong choices and we know they are wrong. When we allow ourselves to be around people who we know we shouldn't be around. When we know that God is telling us to do something and we rebel and sin and go the other way. So we put our hearts through so many things. You know, I'll never forget. um, Gosh, I mean, I have so many stories. (laughs) No, but I'll never forget that, um, you know, I was going through a breakup and I remember the Holy Spirit quietly asking me, well, did you even ask me? Did you even ask me? So here I am crying about someone who, you know, it was just never good for me. And I never thought about going to the source. I never thought about going to God and asking about 
that person in the first place. Or I asked about it and then I just, I told my own self yes. I, you know how you talk yourself into things. Again, I know I'm not the only one, but so many of us do that. We talk ourselves into a yes when God has already said no or wait. And so when we do that, we are not guarding our hearts because we are consciously letting something in there that God has already said no to. We are consciously allowing ourselves to go through the motion of whatever it is when God already knows what's going to happen and he can see around the corner before we even get there. So there's a responsibility that we have to guard what is so valuable. So the question is, well, how do you guard your heart? The word of God in Colossians 3 and 15 says, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. I am here to tell you, if you've never experienced, you know, having to make a decision about something and when you were uncertain about whatever, the peace of God just ruled in your heart and you it's like, you know, that, you know, that, you know, this is the right decision to make. But then when you're when there's uncertainty, when you are just not feeling a peace about it, that's the Holy Spirit said, no, 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 you wait or that's not what I have for you. God is not the author of confusion. He is not. Again, Colossians 3 and 15. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your heart. So how do you care for your heart? I just want to give you a couple of tips on how I think that you can care for your heart. I follow these tips. And, you know, when you start to integrate this into your life, it just becomes your lifestyle. And you don't have to write these tips down because it is just who you are. This is about us being so rooted and so grounded in the word of God that you know when the Holy Spirit is leading you. And that's where we want to get to. Like I said before, God wants to grow you up. And he wants to grow you up in a way that when the storms come, Though you may bend, you will not break. Again, when the storms come, you will bend, but you won't break. And how do you not break? Because you are counseling your heart. The first tip, wash your hearts with the word of God. Wash your hearts with the word of God. The word of God says, um, the Bible is sharper than any double-edged sword. Sharper than any double-edged sword. There is no other book in this world that will heal you and convict you at the same time. And that conviction is always leading, is always there to lead you to be better than who you are. Holiness. And so there is no other book in the world. It's sharper than a double-edged sword. That's powerful, guys. Number two, the Bible also talks about think on these things, whatever true, whatever is true, whatever is lovely, um, 
noble. Uh, think on these things. I don't have the scripture right in front of me, but you know, think on what these things. Like, and the third thing. Are you casting your cares on God? Because that's instruct instructed for us in the word of God. Cast your cares on him because he cares for you. So that means that we have to give up something. We have to give up those things that are worrisome to us. And the Bible talks about us being worried. It says don't do it. That's what unbelievers do. Believers, you don't worry. Unbelievers do that. We don't worry because we know the author. Cast your cares on God. So that thing that is gripping your heart, that is hurting your heart, give it to him. Give it to him because God can do something beautiful with it than no one else. Exchange that hurt for his help. Exchange that hurt for his help. Um, the fourth one, I want to ask you, who is it that you're running to exactly? You know how we have a problem in our lives and we just run to people and we talk about it and you know, who you share those things with, it matters. It matters big time. It matters big time. And the word of God says this, this is an, uh, one of my favorite scriptures too. The first numbers of Psalm says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. I'm going to read that again. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Right there it's saying, you better know and watch out who you are spilling the beans to. Because, people, you know, it's, it's like you asking someone, pray for me when you're going through something and they're not even a believer. What's that about? What is that about? What can that person do for you? Like what, you know, you're praying to God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy Spirit. And who are they praying to? If they are not in Christ, then you have no business going to them asking to, you know, pray for you. No, no. So this is about counseling your heart. It's about using the wisdom that God has given you. So blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. You get you some godly counsel. Get you, you know, some people who you know are walking with God. And even if they say they are Christian and even if they are going to church every Sunday or, you know, you still need to discern if they are fit to um, f for you to go to. Because just because they go to church, <laughs> they just may be Christians in name only. So that comes with our responsibility in counseling our heart, knowing who to go to. And if you don't know to go who to go to, 
don't you know that you can ask God, God, you know, who can I go to to confide in? Who can I go to to have a prayer partner, to pray with me, to pray for me? That is so important on this journey. It it really is. Who your tribe is, who your 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 people are, it matters. It matters big time. And the fifth one, the last one, what are you speaking? What's coming out of your mouth? Because the Bible says death and life is in the power of the tongue. Our tongue is just a powerful tool. The Bible talks about that. And so what are you saying to yourself? What are you saying about that situation? Because it will affect your heart in more ways than you think. So think about that. Think about what you allow to go out of your mouth. And if you have said things that are not pleasing to God, if you have said things and you see that very thing you say manifest, you pray and you ask God for forgiveness. Because I'm telling you, God wants us to have the abundant life uh, that, that he has planned for us. He wants us to live holy. He wants us to go to him. But we also have a responsibility as believers to know how to counsel our heart. And if God has said to you, you know what? I have a Christian counselor for you. Then you do that. You do that. But I want you to know and understand and take the responsibility of knowing how to counsel your heart. And in all things, pray, pray in everything you pray and you ask God for wisdom. That's counseling your heart. Lord, how can I be a better steward over this life? How can I be a better steward over the heart that you've given me? How can I be a better steward of of what comes in and out of my life? Who comes in and out of my life? That is your responsibility. I said before, the devil wants to take you down. God wants to grow you up. So let's grow up in him. Let's be about our father's business and let's be better stewards of our lives. That includes knowing how to counsel your heart. That's all I have for you guys today. And I will see you later. Again, this is a single moment podcast with your host, Deanna Seals. Good night.